0: No, now, listening to the unmistakable sound of the Wolverpool Weekend Tailgate.
1: Tick.
0: It's your boy, C-Dog.
1: And we're doing well after that big Auburn victory. But let's talk real quick about football, which has been heavy in the news as of late. Mm. Uh, some positive news we got starting yesterday. Zach Etheridge, who was rumored to be a leading candidate for the same position at Georgia, put out a tweet yesterday. Tweet reads, no time for division. United we stand. All in. Hashtag for Eagle. Hashtag AU family. Hashtag locked in Auburn football. So Zach is staying. And I, I I perceive this, guys, to be a simple case of CYA. If this all fell apart and Harson got fired, Etheridge needed a place to land. And what better place than a place like Georgia where you can learn from really two good defensive minds in Kirby Smart and... And Will Muschamp, a guy who he played for when he was here at Auburn. So it was an excellent opportunity for him. But even in the face of that, this tells me that this was a lot about his commitment to Harson and his vision and plan for the university he played for, university he loves. And once Harson was, uh, it was announced that he was staying. So did Zach Atheris decide to stay. And Georgia is now looking elsewhere at other candidates. So, just want to get you guys' opinions about it, Mike G. You you said a lot about the opportunity and how it hurts. Uh, I think you said it on Locked On. It hurts because this is a guy who's played for Auburn, who has the same love for Auburn as we do. Um, it hurts to see his name, uh, you know, in being mentioned for this job at Georgia. So for him to stay, what does that mean to you moving forward with Harson trying to build his culture at Auburn? Well.
0: I think it's important to note that this was a coach that certain message boards personalities have been trying to sell that this is he's hard to work with. Right? Yeah. So if he's so hard to work with, why not make a move to the national champions, stay in conference, stay close to home? He's gonna have to leave home at some point, guys. Let's let's be real. He's gonna leave home at sure. some point. He's a talented sure. coach and he's a great recruiter. And there's no way we're going to be able to keep him long-term. So, as much as I love Zach Etheridge, he's going to have to spread his wings and fly and go someplace else at some point. But I also think it says a lot about what he believes and what they're building here. And the narrative inside that athletic department is not the narrative that's being pushed outside the athletic department by people who wanted you to believe that Harson was going to be gone. Now, I don't think it was rumor that he, I think a lot of the people perpetua- perpetuating the idea that he was going to be gone were basing it on the idea that Harson was going to be gone. Because once you bring in a new staff, there's no guarantee the old staff is going to retain you, no matter how good you are. So the new coach might want to bring in his guys. And that's a terrible position to be in. Look what happened to T-Will last offseason. Great coach, but he was just hanging in the balance. Waiting on them to make a decision on his future. And I know for a fact he wanted to stay. If he had been offered the job at Auburn, he would have stayed. He was not given that opportunity, so he left. I think it worked out for him because he ended up getting a defensive coordinator position and a huge raise. But at the end of the day, I'm looking back on it. I'm just thinking, "Mm, this is a good thing for Auburn. This is a really good thing for Auburn. As much as being made of... Recruiting tactics—it definitely hurts. You. It helps you optically to keep one of your best recruiters on staff. Definitely. So this is this was a. I mean, we this week was a good week for Auburn. I I don't I don't care what anybody says. You know, we kept Harson. You know, we kept a lot of guys. Uh, the, the guys on the team all came out in support of, of Harson. I think Zach Etheridge staying is. I think it represents the commitment that the people who chose to stay have to what they're building, and as long as they believe in it, man, I'm on board.
1: Well said. Well said. I talk about what are your thoughts here, the impact it has on recruiting, because this is our recruiting coordinator. So how 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 big was this? Um, how big was this for Auburn to to have Zach tweet this and reaffirm his commitment to Auburn?
2: Uh, I mean, I think it's huge. Um, I think the biggest thing is what Mike was saying is it it helps to deflate the idea that the only people that Coach Harson can work with are the people who came with him from Boise. Right? Like, there was just this perpetuated idea that he was not good to work with unless you were part of the Boise boys. Zach Etheridge isn't one of those, right? Cadillac isn't one of those. In fact, people were going so far as to say that if Harson were retained, then both Zach and Caddy would be leaving. I've definitely seen people say that. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. That was that was being pushed. Right, and so I just, I just, it's it, it it's it had become so ridiculous with people saying things where it's just like, again, this is why I don't major in rumors. I just I'm I'm not going to get caught up in a lot of this nonsense that people are trying to push as a narrative, um, you know. And I, I'm not going to get into some of the stuff that I've heard since then. And I'm just like, y'all didn't learn anything. You you learned absolutely nothing over the past couple of weeks, except for hold 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 the line. Whatever the narrative is, I'm going to stick. Well, this changed, but this is still happening. It's like okay, all right. I'm not gonna say who you remind me of, but you, you definitely remind me of some people who were very wrong about some other things. Anyway, I don't want to get into that. All I want to say is Zach Etheridge, we welcome you back, or we welcome the fact that you did not um, exactly. decide to to leave. Um, understanding him putting a feeler out there to say, "Hey, if my if I lose my job, do I have a place to land?" There's I don't have any issue with him doing that. Right. Um, but glad that he is deciding to stick with Auburn. Because I do believe that they have a vision for what they want to accomplish with this current coaching staff um, and looking forward to seeing where it's going to go in the future. We still have a very big uh, recruiting season ahead of us for this upcoming season, and that is post-spring uh, transfer portal. Uh, so that all those off-the-field staff people that they brought in for recruiting and all that are hard at work trying to figure out how they're going to land the next bit of talent to fill out this roster. Um and looking forward to seeing what he comes up with in his new role as the director of recruiting.
1: Facts. And I will add to that too, man, the conti- you need continuity going into year two as much as possible. Um, keeping him in, you know, we lose a lot with McCreary. We lose a lot with Smoke. You want someone back there who has an understanding of those guys, know what they can do, close to those guys in age, who can relate to those kids and coach them up to get the best out of them. I think we got a good one in Zach Etheridge, and so you don't want to lose that. Given what Auburn has to do in year two as well, so I, I just think it's it's definitely a huge uh, addition, man, a huge win for Harson. Um, just after retaining his job uh, with Auburn to go out and maintain your arguably your best recruiter on the staff, so. I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to those guys getting to work, and uh, let's see what happens, man. Let's yeah. see what happens. I will say this. I'll add this about um, social media
0: as it pertains to this whole Zach Esher thing. I think this kind of underscores why you should just be careful what sources you get your information from. Yeah. and If you pay attention, it's easy to see the biases that people have when they're trying to push something as absolute truth. And I would say the only things that we push as absolute truth are things that can be factually proven beyond the shadow of a doubt. They can't. Then we just kind of say, hey, listen, this is how we feel, and we'll see how it goes. But this is how we feel. And this thing with, with, with Etheridge, I can only imagine he's reading about himself. He's going on Twitter, right? And he's reading about himself and how he feels and that he was—he's not going to stay in. That he's not on board, and he feels like Harson is hard to work with. Knowing that that's not true at all, right? I think that's one of the reasons why he came out and made that video. And, you know, I, I think that that's a the messaging here is mess like messaging got out of control on social media, and people's like message board rumor mongers were representing their narratives as. These people's ideas and people just ran with it. I was in a Twitter space, guys, where they were saying, I know for a fact <laughs> Harson wasn't at wasn't uh, at
2: uh I listened to that Twitter space. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry, you was like, in there. Yo, I was
0: like, what oh, is man.
2: this dude talking about, right. bro?
0: He was I know for a fact
2: that Harson was not at Central Phoenix City. He said he wasn't at Central Phoenix City, and he wasn't at some uh, awards banquet or something for Alabama. So I was, just like, no,
0: I, I was just like, right. And so it. I'm like, wait, but how do? you And I asked, I was like, but how do you know? He's like, I know for blah blah blah. And I was like, okay. And then I started rewinding because my brother is actually the wrestling coach at Central Phoenix City, where we both went to high school. And I'm like, he wasn't there because my brother, sure as hell, sent me a picture of him and Harson. And let me tell you, he said that Harson stopped and talked to him for about ten minutes about like coaching philosophies, and he was very personable. And none of the stuff that you hear about Harson—this is my Yo, brother.
2: I have the picture in my phone of he's got right. Your goes. brother can corroborate that he was there. There's a picture with him and Patrick, Patrick Nix. And I'm just like, where are you getting this, this stuff from? from? Yeah, now,
1: you know, if you listen to the Twitter people out there, you don't know what you're talking about, my G. So I don't care what's in your, your <laughs> it phone. Was then, then some <laughs> other dude chimes in and he's
2: like, he's like, What what do you mean he wasn't at the thing? I was there. I have a picture of him with me and him. That not this isn't Central Phoenix City, mm-hmm. It's a whole other place where the dude said he wasn't there. And he's like, I have a picture of Coach Harson and myself at that event. What are you talking about? And the dude. But he was so adamant that he was not at either of these places. He's like, oh, well, the only one I was sure about was the Georgia one. And I know for a fact he wasn't there. I'm like, well, how do we know that one is even true? Yeah, like, what right. are you talking, talking about? Dude, your credibility. And he was is, so is, adamant what? he was right. And then had to back. It's like, well, you know, I just I was making an assumption about the other ones because this one was true. So I just assumed. I'm like, man, come on, bro. But like, you, y'all gotta chill. But man. you, but you were saying it with your chest like it was an absolute and that and that, oh, he he came in there like as a freaking <laughs> thunderstorm and he was just like wait a minute all of you guys in here loving coach harson he's still awful for these reasons he didn't do this he's such so far behind in recruiting he I was like mm-hmm. okay and I'm listening I'm listening I'm listening and I'm like okay that's not true because I've seen the central phoenix city picture with him and and, and patrick nick so I know that one isn't true I just talked to Mike G the other day when he said his brother saw him there. Now, I can't confirm the other two. And then this other dude hops in and is like, wait a minute, that's not true. This th-. I was like, man, get this dude off the mic. Right. <laughs> what? Get this dude but off the mic. Think bro.
0: about how many people. I, we didn't have a ton of people. We had just probably like 250, 300 people in that Twitter space. But there were people in there, impressionable people who don't know how to source something like this, Right, that heard what he said, and they're going to repeat that to somebody. It is a a, a terrible version of the telephone game. And then before you know it, it's gotten out of control and people are just typing this stuff, trying to sound like they know what they're talking about on, on Twitter or on a message board to be a part of the conversation. This is the dangerous part of, you know, and I know this wasn't a topic, but I did want to talk about message board culture for a second. Like, message Go board got gotten completely out of control.
2: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: These discords is disappointing, man. Yeah,
0: and they're theorizing, you know, in these echo chambers about whatever they think is going on. And if it sounds good to the next person, that's you know that sounds logical. It is. uh, It just it becomes truth in somebody's mind, right? And if you hear the same thing enough, the nature human nature, guys, is the first story we hear is the truest. That's why everybody's so quick to get their narrative out there first, because people will hear that first and it becomes harder to
1: disprove from most people who have already decided that the first thing they heard was true. Right. I, I, I think, I think if I don't believe, of course we, we scoff at the, at the notion that, that fans have negative impacts on the program and recruiting and whatnot. But the people who believe that this is their ammunition, what we see in these message boards. This is what they point to when when they see this behavior. And so they're not wrong in that the behavior is just all driven in rumor and speculation, right? And again, people's perception can become reality. I don't believe that that has an ultimate impact on how we recruit kids or win games, but it is disappointing to see from a fan base that really needs to support who we have as a coach. And you can have your critiques and opinions because the best believe, When the games start being played, we will definitely have our fair share of criticism for sure. But that's not based off speculation. Everyone is going to see what we saw on the field. We actually go back and do a review to take a closer look at what happened on the field, which further bolsters our opinion. Right. But let me tell
0: you something. (laughs) Again, if you read these message boards. Even the people who watch those film reviews. Come away with something completely different
1: than what we actually said. Agree.
0: I read on one; they were like, "I stopped." I, their film reviews show their bias because they were talking about Kobe dropping a ball because it was thrown too hard, and I'm I, that is a complete twist of what that conversation was. Yeah. You took one thing and then you take you completely out of context. When we were right. talking about ball velocity. And all they heard well, was the quarterback throws the ball. They the, the War Report guys think that the quarterback throws the ball too hard. That's why receivers couldn't catch it. What? That wasn't even a little bit of the conversation. Right. Maybe when you're standing six feet away from somebody, throwing the ball as hard as you can is not a great idea. No matter <laughs> how accurate it is. <laughs> that makes it <laughs> harder. If I'm standing... Five feet from you, Caesar. I say, toss me my keys, and you wind up like Tim Hudson. We, we're fighting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give me a break. This is common I kinda, sense. I kind of want
0: to do that. Now, <laughs> yeah, right, you, throw, <laughs> you throw my keys at me like a like John Smoltz for five feet away. <laughs> we're fighting. So you know, and that was more of the conversation. And then we had actual receivers come on. Uh, Devin Aromashinu and Ben Obamanu talked about, hey, you can look at the position of the receiver's hands and tell what he was expecting. He was expecting that ball on the body. So when he threw it as hard as he could six feet out in front, that's a hard adjustment for a receiver. That was the conversation, right? You know, or if you're going to throw any, and and Chris Todd said it best. He said, listen, man, if you're going to put that ball uh, that far out in front, you just have to take something off it to physically give the receiver time to adjust. Yeah. And they took that and somehow turned it into we think that if a ball is t- thrown too hard, no receiver can catch it. That's the narrative that I read. I'm telling you, man, people only hear half the things you say and then they misunderstand half of that. Right. That's what's happening on these message boards. Is somebody maybe even in earnest is just talking about something that they heard. Hey guys, I heard and he, and, and they're looking for somebody to honestly just confirm whether the thing they heard was true or not, and it's clear to me, if you already didn't like Harson, you're going to hear all the bad things that people say about him as Transformation true. Confirmation bias, yeah.
1: Which was crazy.
0: Yeah. Now this this is not me saying that Harson had no like. I do think he needed a PR makeover. I, I think he could have made himself more personable and more accessible. And there are things about this job that it was clear. You know, he needs a better attitude toward the media. Not that he's, like, mean to the media, you know what I mean? But he just needs a better attitude toward the media. You, you Because during times like these, you need people who know something about you, who have a connection to you. Maybe not, like, super personally, I believe. But, you know, if I feel like I know something about you, it's hard for me to throw you under the bus. For the people who have met us, even. Well, Use the war for, report for example. Some of you have met us personally. Right. And so when you read negative things about us on social media, it's not just those podcast guys. It's Mike, it's Isaac, it's B-Will, it's Caesar. And it's harder to hear negative stuff about people who you've met and know personally than it is just some podcast guys that you watch on YouTube. That's the nature of relationships. That's what I hope he took away from this is you can dispel a lot of this by just showing people more of who you are. Bruce Pearl did it. Yeah. Let somebody try to perpetuate a lie about Bruce Pearl being hard to work with. You can't, because publicly what's out there is he is the most personable guy ever. He works just as hard as Brian Harson. He's just as focused on X's and O's, and he demands excellence out of his players as well, too. But he's let you see a side of him that people can connect to. God, did you guys see Bruce in tears during the basketball game, when they were talking about the Outlive, and shout out yeah. to my girl uh, 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 Nicole. Sheeg. she is super Auburn fan and alumni. She lives here in the D.C. area, and she's bat- She was on Bruce's um, sheet that he was holding up. Currently battling stage four cancer. Her and I communicate a couple times a week, and it, I just thought it was it was she she's on his on his Outlive board. And I just think, like, what a great moment, you know, as the Auburn family. Parson needs some of that, man. He just needs a little bit more humanity to get past it with some of these people that are just so ready to throw him under the bus at every turn. And he's not getting the benefit of the doubt that Zach Etheridge would get as a former Auburn guy or Cadillac, right. right? So you just got work to do in that area. I would just, man, we, you know, it is, Shout out to everybody who has heard or seen somebody perpetuating some of this foolishness and actually physically spoken up and said something. And and, and I think that's what it's going to take. It's going to take more of us speaking up and saying, "Hey, you can't prove that. Stop spreading that. Because somebody's going to believe you. Right. And you need to, people need to do a better job of distinguishing between what they think and not making up these fantastical." realities in their head and then claiming it as fact it's really hurting us there yeah. was one innocent one on social media caesar that i saw this morning where it was some girls in the background staring at brian harson and, and they posted pictures i wonder what these girls were thinking okay oh and it was just a really weird moment but I, I i responded to the post i was like can we not do this after what just happened because you know something as simple as that will turn into a rumor. That's that's social media these days. If you love Auburn, and, and it was—I it, know she thought it was an honest joke, but I just didn't think it was. I was like, you know, bad timing for this joke. Because somebody's going to take this and start a whole another thing. Trust me. I just want us to move past this. Uh, Etheridge is staying. I think that his—I think that him staying says a lot about. who harson is as a coach and the rest of us just need to see what 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 zach sees right in harson rather than taking a job at 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 a rival school probably a little bit more money and you know the notoriety you get to work with a national championship winning staff there there are a lot of compelling professional reasons to take that job he chose to stay i don't i don't think that can be just brushed under the rug as something that's insignificant
1: my book. If you if you're gonna focus on Mason leaving, factor in Etheridge staying as well. Right. That's it. Why factor not? Factor that in, factor that into your talking points and reevaluate your position after that. I view the players that left versus the players who stayed in the same light. I cannot look at the players
0: that left without factoring the players who have been effusive in their praise for Harson and chose to stay. That's it, I don't think you can judge one without considering the other, that's it.